This is KMTT, and today is Thursday. Rav Moshe Lichnestein will be speaking about the uh, structure of the Tefillot of Shabbat. Having dealt with Shachris Pesukah de Zimra, because Kirchma, we can now move on to the Shemona Esrei of Shabbos morning. We are all familiar with Yismach Moshe Manat Chelko, Kevin Eman Karatalo, Kloti Ferd Moshe Tatalo, Pamdol Lefanachar Sinai, Ushnei Luchot Avanim Horibi Ado, Vichatu Bem Shmirat Shabbat, Vichen Katu B'Toratecha. Etc. It's almost second nature to us. It's familiar. It's been it's been recorded into song. We all know it from a young age. Nevertheless, it is a quite surprising text to recite as Tefillah Shabbos morning. Moshe Rabbeinu is an important figure, not necessarily saw in the context of Shabbat, Pesach, Tzias Mitzrayim. His role is self-evident. That of Shabbat, much more enigmatic. Why does the Python focus upon Moshe Rabbeinu necessarily? And indeed, is a fascinating testimony from the Middle Ages, which raises this point quite forcefully. I'm quite for from Manhig. Rashi Zal, no more, no less. Lohaya Omer Yisach Moshe. Vehaya Omer Tabichatanu, the Mazkir Omer Shabbatot Limnucha, Kiloya Yodea, Mainyan Shabbat Ismach Moshe. Rashi, according to several Manning's testimony, would not say Ismach Moshe Shabbos morning. He would say Tabichatan like in Yom Tov, just uh, instead of saying it Yom Chagamatzot. Or Yom Chaga Sukkot, of course, he would say, and continue to recite a regular Shon of Yom Tov. Because you can understand, Ma'inyan Shabbat, Lismach Moshe. Lismach Moshe and Shabbat have no particular significance, and the Shon Esrei seem quite perplexing to Rashi. Beyond the particular question of Yismach Moshe per se, which we'll address momentarily, there's the more basic question which we discussed in the past. Why divide the text and have a different Shemun Esrei for each unit of the day? As we mentioned then, Shabbos has different elements to it, some more prominent, some less, and... Um, Shabbos morning, we decide to focus on other elements than those that we did Friday night. All this is the basis of the entire scheme for Tefillot and Shabbat. Nevertheless, Rashi claimed, even if you want to emphasize the second element, why talk about Yismach Moshe? This continues to say from Rabbeinu the time we store the original plan, the Amar Kitam Gadola Davar. It's actually very clear logic to say Yismach Moshe. Kitam Gadola Davar Lomai Yismach Moshe. The Amar Mai Dichtiv Odat Yeshem Kadishchem. 
Kotz Gemara over here. First pack in Shabbos. The Fidam Udbeis. Amazon Shulchan Moshe. Moshe Matana Tova Yeshves Ginazai. V'Shabbos Shema V'Invakish Litnali Yisrael Leich V'Hodiim. Ulachit Kili Smach Moshe V'Ota Matana Tova Shel Shabbat. We're in Shabbos and also and also Masechus Beitza. Both relate to Shabbat as a gift. Because Baruch Hu gave us a present, He granted us Shabbat as a gift. Shabbos is not only an obligation, is not only so which a person must do in order to fulfill his obligations to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, but rather it's an opportunity. It's a time for rest, for repose, for contemplation, to calm down. It's a time to experience Menelam Haba, to experience intimacy and closeness with Kadosh Baruch Hu. Simply put, it's a matana, it's a precious gift. And this is what we emphasize, Yismach Moshe. Yismach Moshe matnat chelko. Chelko here means Shabbat. Not Torah, but Shabbat. And we emphasize Moshe, and of course all of us, should rejoice in the gift of Shabbat. At this point, let's pause for a moment and focus upon the phrase, Matnat Chilko. As I already hinted, two interpretations exist in the Farshim to explain Matnat Chilko. One, as I quoted a moment ago, relates to uh, Shabbat. The other assumes Torah. Yismach Moshe Matnat Chilko. And he got Avanim, and in those Luchot Avanim were written the passage about Shabbat, Shabbat. Both are possible. In the first interpretation, Yismach Moshe we focus upon Shabbat, Natchilko is the essence of this Tfilah. According to the latter interpretation, it's simply a more um, eloquent or more paitani, if you want, poetic description of Torah. It's all part of the introduction. We talk about Moshe Rabbeinu receiving Torah, Torah is Shabbat, and therefore we emphasize Shabbat, and Torah simply leads up to the idea of Shabbat. This brings us to an interesting observation regarding uh, this tefillah, which uh, those engaged in, in Mechkar Tefillah, scholars who've uh, researched Tefillah, have suggested, they see Yismach Moshe as part of a longer piyut, and clearly it is poetic and has an element of piyut which is more flowery and less uh, direct than some, some of our other Tefillot. With the some speculations, it was a, it was a piyut which was said in Shabbos Kitisa. According to others, a more general piyut, um, the idea being that Yismach, Moshe Chalko is Yud, Kiev Edeman is a Chaf, Luchot Avanim, if you remove the Shtei, Luchot Avanim, Harid Biador, and Tzach Nuschot have been found in the Geniza. Do you have a Yud Chaf Lamed? In the fourth bracha, presumably the first three brachot had, Alavet Gimel, Dalet Heivav, Zayn Chetet. The fourth bracha has Yud Chaflamed. And further down, the fifth, sixth, seventh brachot continued the same pattern of the Alavbez. And uh, 
Different piyutim, Joey speaking, they range far and wide. There's nothing too strange about having a piyut, uh, talking about Torah in such phrases, and to talk about Torah as introduction to Shabbat, and so on and so forth. It may be, may not be. For our purposes, though, the history, the evolution of the tefillah is not so crucial. Rather, the content as it appears in front of us today. In this point, Rabbi Tam's observation about Matat Chilko is certainly relevant. Whether or not the phrase Matat Chilko here means Shabbat Torah is less crucial. What's crucial is that Shvanesa Shabbos morning focuses upon Shabbat as a gift to man. And it emphasizes the benefits of Shabbat for us. Let's read the Psukim after the Shamru. Here it's clear, Shabbat is depicted as a matana. Netato in chalto, netato be'ava, clearly to Shabbat. Shabbat was granted to Israel as its special gift. Not to Goyim, neither to the Psilim, neither to Goyaratzot, nor to Arelim. Shabbat is unique to us, and of course it benefits us. It's a day of rest. It's something which a person desires. It's a gift. And as we continue, and this is at least true in Nusach Ashkenaz, this does not appear Friday night. Immediately after Vayichulo, Shabbos morning though, we do insert, Kulam Those who are given the, the gift of Shabbat, enjoy it, appreciate it. Yisbe'u v'yitangu. They'll have much pleasure. They'll enjoy it. The idea of pleasure, enjoyment, is what characterizes Shabbat. What we're focusing here is not Shabbos as evidence for God's grandeur, His glory, His greatness, but rather a day for people to enjoy. Kulam yisbe'u v'yitangu mituvecha. Chemdat yamim. It's a wonderful day, but it's wonderful because we enjoy it and we appreciate it. Simply put, the whole concept of Shmoneser Shabbos morning focuses upon Shabbat for the benefit of man. We discussed in a previous session how there was such nuschaot in the past which introduced the same idea already Friday night. However, the liturgical pattern that we follow, Friday night we emphasize Shabbos for the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Shabbos reflecting his greatness, his achievements, capital H, and not our benefit, Shabbos morning we make a switch. Here we too, in our present minhag, also adapt the idea of, adopt the idea of Shabbos as being a gift to man, a day of minucha, sova, and ta'anug. A day to enjoy.
And the continuation, of course, fits seamlessly into this. Once more, the idea of pleasure, enjoying, feasting, and resting. So, of course, we rest as part of Mekachei Shmecha, but it is a day of rest. Let us further expand upon this idea of Shabbos morning as a day of rest. In this regard, if to go back to the presentation of Shabbat in the Chumash, specifically to the different presentations of the first Luchos and the second Luchos. Luchos Rishonos, the first, describes Shabbat, in Psukim we are familiar with, as being Zech Masab Reishis. Zachor, etc., 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 and what do you remember? What do you commemorate? In six days, God created the entire world, rested on the seventh. We commemorate the creation of the world. However, in the second description of Matan Torah and Sefer Dvarim, the Pesukim talk about not, not, not Masabrejis, but Yitzhak Mitzrayim. The Pasuk there in Dvarim Parakei says, Shamor et Yavashmat Likadisho. Sheshmitas Tavod, etc. Vizacharta Kieved Haita Veres Mitzrayim. Vayotziacha Shokecha Misham. Biyad Chazgozan Tuya. You should remember that you were enslaved in Egypt. Because Baruch Hu redeemed you with all his might and power. Therefore, the Kaddish Baruch Hu commanded us to observe Shabbat. Not a Zechem not as a day of remembering creation, but a delivery from the bondage in Egypt. This idea found an additional expression in the Gemara's claim at least going to Rashi, that one must mention Zechitzias Mitzrayim in Kiddush. And therefore, every Friday night, we indeed say, We see Shabbos as part of the cycle of all the other festivals, Kodesh, it's first of the Yamim Tovim, and Zechitzias Mitzrayim, the two ideas are interconnected, Shabbos is first of them. It's the first in the cycle of the days associated with Zecher Yitzat Mitzrayim. Here we should notice and observe that not only is Shabbat Zecher Yitzat Mitzrayim in addition to Zecher Maser Breshit, it is also connected to Shabbos morning in particular. And you have to expand a moment to explain the point. In the Shabbos, um, Shabbos morning we have something perplexing. Namely, we make Kiddush was not Kiddush. The Gemara already was aware that 
of the problem. How does something burp and become a Kiddush? I could say, Shaklan Yabitra and drink a glass of orange juice. I could say, Burp Yabitra and eat a piece of cake. I'm doing the same thing when I say, Burp Yabitra and sipping from wine. What makes it the Kiddush? If Kiddush is based on the idea of Zachor Yom Shabbat, to commemorate Shabbat, to make mention of Shabbat, to sanctify Shabbat, how is this, how is this achieved by Zachor? Excuse me, how is it achieved by saying Barpi Agafen? You can say Barpi Agafen on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday as well. How does Barpi Agafen achieve idea of Kiddush? Without entering in to all the halachic details, I'll say briefly the following. First of all, it indeed is a lesser level of Kiddush according to most opinions. Nevertheless, there are those who do not see us as a second grade Kiddush. Even those who do get a second rate, nevertheless, some of them, most probably the Rambam, nevertheless consider it still a Kiddush. It may not be the bona fide Kiddush, but it is a Kiddush. And the problem of using for Kiddush remains. Moreover, there are sources, if I remember the smag, remember there are sources, which once more cannot be detailed in the, in this format, which tend to associate Kiddush Shabbos morning with the Pasuk Shemot Yom Shabbat. In other words, first and foremost, the Pasuk of Kiddush, Zechariah Yom Shabbat, the Kaddisho, goes to the primary Kiddush Friday night, while the second Pasuk, Shamor, goes to the secondary Kiddush, Shabbos morning, meaning the basic Kiddush gets the first Pasuk, the secondary Kiddush has a lesser role, gets the second Pasuk. However, it's a bit more subtle than that. What's at work here is the following. There is an element in Shabbat of Zecher Yitziat Mitzrayim. Zecher Yitziat Mitzrayim is achieved in Shabbat by having a day of rest. When a person rests, he commemorates Yitziat Mitzrayim. A slave does not have rest. When I say rest, what I mean is he doesn't have a designated time of leisure. He may be resting or actually not working because the moment is no chore for him to perform. He may not be needed. He may be idle. But he's not resting. Whenever he's needed, his master will snap his fingers and he'll be expected to immediately arrive. So he may lay idle for hours, but not with any leisure. He can't plan anything. He can't do anything. He's subordinate to the master, and even though he's idle, he is not resting. Same is true also about food and drink. He receives food and drink, but as fuel, not for the sake of pleasure, not some kind of cultural event, rather he receives it simply to provide him the energy so he can perform his tasks. In the same way that you put fuel into a machine, in the same way that you make sure that 
the objects you need to perform your tasks are properly maintained, so too you provide maintenance for the slave. However, pleasure is not what the master is seeking to provide him. Nutrition, yes. Pleasure, no. This is the state of Amisra in Egypt. If they rested on Shabbat, it was only because the Egyptians thought it was a good idea so they could work more the next day. If they were given food, just maintenance, nutrition, so to speak, fuel. Leaving Mitzrayim, we became B'nai Chorin. We, be, we left the, the enslavement of the Egyptians and subordinated ourselves to Melech Machem Lachim, to the Kadosh Baruch Hu. As such, we became his people and he, in his loving care for us, provides us with, with rest, with leisure. To prove this, we have a day of rest in which we don't work, not because we're idle, but because it is set aside as a day of leisure. It is a Yom Shabbat. Shabbat Vayinafash. It's a day in which our freedom is expressed. And Dafka by emphasizing the bodily needs, i.e. rest, food and drink, and place them in the context of Yom Shabbat Menucha and Oneg Shabbat, Sab'einu Mituvecha. It was enjoying eating not only for Sova, but for Tanug. Not only for nutrition, but for enjoyment. Resting. In other words, having a day which the body is attended to because we care for you as a person. As someone who we want to provide pleasure for, and that's a slave, that's a machine, is the idea of Zechit says Mitzrayim and Shabbat. Therefore, I make a bar gafen, which is the beginning of a meal, of a feast, it's the beginning of a festive meal. You are indeed pointing to the kedush of Shabbat. It's the time in which man left his bondage to the Egyptians. And attached to Kadosh Baruch Hu, v'lakachti etchem li la'am, pause is achieved by Kadosh Baruch Hu's provides the day of rest, as we call the pasuk of Sefer Dvarim, Shemot Yom Hashabbat v'kadisho. This is the point. It is not just by zechira. The story, the zechira, you tell the story of creation. Zechus Mitzrayim is achieved by Shmirah, by the very fact that you rest. Its focus, the focus of Zechus Mitzrayim is Shmirah. The focus of Zechus Masabreshis is Zechirah. We talk about God's resting, we talk about God's handiwork, speech is the medium in which to emphasize the Kedush of Shabbat. We talk about how we rested, how man has been transformed by Zechus Mitzrayim, it's not speech, but pleasure. But rest, which becomes the medium to which to express Kedushat Shabbat. Now, this is more prominent in the day for a dual reason. One is, it is nevertheless a secondary element. Therefore, at night, when Shabbos enters, we emphasize the primary element, that of creation. 
And this therefore gets slot number two, which is the, which is the day. However, there's something more intrinsic, which is, at night, slaves rest, certainly once upon a time when there's no electricity, simply is the time when people tend to rest anyways. In the day, in the morning, it's when you get up, you go to work, fresh, full of energy, with the illumination necessary to perform your, your chores, the time of work is the day. Therefore, to fully express the idea of minucha, of rest on Shabbat, you really need Shabbos morning. Shabbos evening, Friday night, you can talk about creation. That's the appropriate time because that is the point of transition from Shesh Maaseh to Shabbat. You can talk about Kedusha because that's the point in which the Kedusha enters. However, the concept of rest as commemorating Shabbat is most prominent during the day and not at night. Because the night you're resting or you're idle for other reasons. Only the day when you should be at work and you are at home resting, when you should be performing your task, instead you're feasting, then we emphasize the idea of Shabbat as Zechitzat Mitzrayim. Therefore, the idea of Menuchato Yishkenuba, the idea of Sabenu Mituvecha is indeed related more to the day and not to the evening. That's why the Kiddush of the day expresses this idea. That's why Chazal and the Grand Psachim tell us that if a person has only one choice food to eat, he should eat in the day and not at night. Kvod Yom Kodem Laila because in the day this idea is more fully expressed. And that's why the Shemun Esri Shabbos morning emphasizes Shabbos as a gift to Am Yisrael. Am Yisrael receives the gift. It is at the focus because this is the expression of Kedusha of Shabbos as Zeicha Yitzhak Mitzrayim. I tend to think, though I can't prove this conclusively, that the Psukim, Shemun Esri the Shabbat, which I substitute here for Vayichulu, also connected to this. The Pesukim appear in Sefer Shmos after Yitzhak Mitzrayim, after Matan Torah, in the conclusion of the Mishkan. Now, Sefer Shmos tells us about leaving Egypt, getting Matan Torah, then describes building the Mishkan, and concludes the passage of the Mishkan with the Shamru. It therefore follows in the footsteps of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. On the other hand, it is also connected to the Mishkan. So I don't know whether it really emphasized the idea of Kedusha Sazman, Kedusha Malkam, sanctity of time and place, is not related to Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But on the other hand, as we already noticed, in the second Dibros, which talk about the idea of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, it emphasizes the concept of Shamor at Yom HaShabbat. Here we talk about Vishamru, Vinei Sot Shabbat. Right after Matan Torah, there may be a connection. However, be it as it may, the, the text of Shemones Shabbos morning emphasizes Shabbos a gift, 
Mir at the center, and the idea of Zeche Yitzat Mitzrayim, which goes together with this. Rashi, as I mentioned before, did not think, at least Yitzhak Moshe, had much to do with this. Rabbi Rutam views Yitzhak Moshe as emphasizing this point as well. But not Chilko, which relates to Shabbat. But even, <coughs> the sort of the passages afterwards definitely describe Shabbat as a day of rest. Rashi's Atavichatanu presumably did not have that, and therefore diverted the whole point of Shabbat to a different system. However, as the Manigre points out, Rashi's Minak is not accepted, of course. We all say Yisrach Moshe. Rashi's Minag lacks some sources of early Mishalim. Doesn't appear in any of the text of the Tefillah that we're familiar with from before. And therefore Shabbos morning we all celebrate Yismach Moshe but not Chilko and Yisbui Tuvecha Sabay Mituvech Zerim Yishuatecha in order we should all be able to rest on Shabbat and enjoy and appreciate the gift the Kodesh Baruch has granted to us.